This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Technique with Tom. Slicing an English muffin with a butter blade? Boulder Dash! Just pull apart with your hands and marvel in the nooks and crannies' splendor. For each one is unique like a snowflake. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. I'm in love with a sport that I can't touch. It's not on TV. I can't watch a local pro team. And I don't know anywhere I could even go to join a pickup game. This sport is in the Olympics, but Team USA has never won gold or silver or even bronze. I'm talking about handball, my favorite Olympic sport. Handball is a goal-scoring game like soccer or hockey, except instead of using your dumb, clumsy feet or some long, curvy stick, you use your hands. You just take a ball and you huck it into a net as hard as you can. Every handball goal is it's sports cocaine. It's pretty much impossible not to look cool when you run, jump, and rip a ball into the back of a net. And every handball save feels like a miracle. Handball is extremely fast-paced and extremely high-scoring, and it's extremely unpopular in the United States. Actually, unpopular is the wrong word. It's not that Americans don't like handball. It's that we generally don't even know that it exists. Every time I introduce someone to handball, the response is, wow, (laughs) this sport is awesome. And then that budding fandom fizzles because there's not a lot Americans can do to act on it. At least not yet. People like Ryan Johnson, the CEO of USA Team Handball, want to change that. And within the US Olympic space, Team USA, the most successful Olympic organization on earth, and the sport is you know, very, very commercially successful all over Europe millions of people playing the game, and somehow USA Team Handball in the middle of these two hasn't gotten their engine running yet. And so it seems like just a almost limitless potential once we get things going. The US generally wins medals at the Olympics. We win at basketball, we win at track and field, we win at swimming. We even win a lot of sports that don't attract much national attention, like men's indoor volleyball or women's water polo. Our sports infrastructure is massive. So why doesn't Team USA have a place for handball? This is the Ringer Guide to the Summer Games. I'm your host, Roger Sherman. Today's sport of the day, handball. When most Americans think about handball, they probably think of a playground game that involves hitting a ball against a wall. 
the game that's often called wall ball. In fact, the national organization in charge of sending handball teams to the Olympics is named USA Team Handball because US Handball was already taken by the organization in charge of the wall-based game. I remember my middle school gym teacher actually did have us play handball, the sport that's in the Olympics. It was always an elite gym class right up there with dodgeball and the times we got to play under a giant parachute for some reason. <laughs> but he always called it European handball. And that's actually a pretty accurate descriptor of who likes and plays handball. Of the 39 Olympic medals handed out in men's handball history, 38 have been won by European nations. It's not just that Team USA doesn't win Olympic medals in handball, it doesn't even qualify. The last major international handball event to feature Team USA was the 2001 World Championships. The American men finished last, dead last, 24th out of 24. They were outscored by 109 goals in five games. Their closest game was an eight goal loss to Greenland. Guys, we lost to Greenland, a country of 60,000 people that is 79% glacier. Greenland's lack of sporting prowess was covered in a very accurate movie about international sports, D2, The Mighty Ducks. Wait a minute, I thought Iceland was covered with ice. Iceland? No, it's very green. I thought Greenland was green. Greenland is covered with ice, and Iceland is very nice. Normally, the United States qualifies for the Olympics even in our least popular sports because Olympic qualification is done by continent and the US is easily the largest, wealthiest country in North America. But at the most recent North American handball championships in 2019, our women's team finished behind Cuba, Puerto Rico, the Dominican Republic, and really? Greenland? Again? Damn you, Greenland, we'll get you someday. However, if you host the Olympics, you get to enter teams in just about every sport. When Athens hosted the Summer Games in 2004, Greece got to enter a baseball team, even though it hasn't produced an MLB player since the 1940s. Strike! When Rio hosted the 2016 Olympics, Brazilian Adilson da Silva, the 393rd ranked golfer in the world, got to tee off. If a nation spends tens of billions of dollars to host the Olympics, one nice little perk is it gets to bypass Olympic qualifying and send its athletes to compete against the world's best. Team USA last qualified for Olympic handball in 1996 when Atlanta hosted the games. It didn't make it this year, but our handball team is guaranteed to make the Olympics in 2028 when the games take place in Los Angeles. So how can we build a team that can actually win games. When Americans watch handball, we love to say things like, if our best athletes played the sport, we would absolutely dominate. And well, sure. I bet LeBron James and Patrick Mahomes would be great at leaping to throw balls into a net, but that's not a strategy to becoming a world handball powerhouse. It's a fantasy, and one that's been repeatedly suggested to Ryan Johnson. There's so many elements of it that look like basketball or football um, and, you know, the throwing motion, obviously, with baseball and softball and volleyball and water polo. I mean, there's so much crossover um, that the athleticism would translate very quickly. But the, the gameplay 
uh, is something that would need to be learned over time as you know, they would quickly find out. We'd certainly welcome them um, there. We have an open door policy with uh, any NFL or, or MLB players that want to try it. But um, it, it's something that would have to have a little bit of patience as they, they learn the nuances of uh, you know, the, the, just the defensive skills of the, these foreign teams is not to be taken lightly. As Johnson makes clear, the fantasy of LeBron or a Mahomes playing handball sheds light on Team USA's biggest problem. Nobody grows up as a handball player in the U.S. Even Johnson isn't a handball guy. He worked for USA Wrestling until December. His first bold idea to help grow handball in the U.S. was to solve the scarcity of handball courts. But he was quickly shot down. You know, as, a, as an outsider to the sport, I spent probably the first three months on the job really trying to convince people that, hey, let's just change the sport and play it on a basketball court and use the three-point line and and just be good with that. And then, you know, we'll immediately have 100,000 facilities that can play handball. But um, what I've, I've learned over, uh, you know, a lot of conversations with people that are, you know, much more knowledgeable of the sport than I am, that, that that narrowing of the court, not necessarily the length, but the width of the court is really what makes handball the wing attacks. And if you condense the, the court size too much, it really impacts the ability for the, the game to flow the way it needs to. America's handball growth needs to come from the grassroots level. But Johnson says that our massive sports infrastructure is built to make popular sports more popular, not to build sports from the ground up. The, the U.S. Olympic Committee, uh, what they are really, really good at and what they their main role with the NGBs is to pour gas on the fire. It's, it's not to build it up from scratch. So we've got to control our own destiny a little bit and figure out how to get those first few first downs, which I think are going to be the toughest ones to come by. I, I, uh, I think you need to come up with a handball metaphor instead of first downs. Uh, you know, advance the ball down the court instead of first downs. I'll use that. There we go. The biggest hurdle to American handball success isn't a lack of athletic talent. It's that not enough people know that this thrilling and glorious sport exists. So in this summer's Olympics, I'm gonna watch my favorite sport, even though the US can't win, and I want you to join me. If we all tweet and yell and holler about how ridiculously cool this sport is, maybe more people will discover it. Maybe more people will learn to love it. And maybe some of those people will play for Team USA in 2028. Team USA isn't playing handball in Tokyo. But something larger than a gold medal is at stake. If these Olympics can get Americans interested in this awesome sport seven years before the games in LA, it could go down as the biggest win in American handball history. I'd like to thank our associate producers, Erica Cervantes and Lonnie Ronaldo, who literally made these episodes. Additional thanks go to Ben Glickspin and Arjuna Ramgopal. I'd especially like to thank The Ringer's fact-checking team for making sure I didn't say anything wrong in these episodes, and I'd like to thank you for listening.